hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You got Xbox Series X. You got the X- sex box. I got the S box, not the, okay, not, the, the not the refrigerator. I got the speaker. Okay, okay. Because I'm gonna say, I'm like, how do you own a PS5 and the sex box? What is going on? Like how? Like you? Re- how, how many aunties have you slain this month alone? I don't need pussy to prove how good I am. <laughs> Oh I didn't need to hear that. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a we're doing it live. We're doing it live one more time. Five, four, three, two, one. June the 29th, 2021. And new platform, same old podcast. Shouts to everyone who's currently watching us live on StreamYard and SoundCloud listeners, Spotify, and everyone else. Y'all probably wait, what's going on? We're on StreamYard now. We finally moved our podcast to the homeland of StreamYard, and it's amazing. And guys, welcome, welcome, welcome to a brand new episode, E3 edition, episode 142. Sorry again, I meant episode 141. Oh. I am your host, the host of the most, Reckless Fox, also known as Leo Reckless, aka Black East Howard, head of the Black Howard Connect, aka Black Lightning, aka Blackskin Kyle Katar, Kid Catch a Fade, Fisto, Mace Windu, the second adopted son of Flint, Captain Black America, and common writer Compton Knight. Henshin, my boys. And last certainly not least, Jen Hennessy Kazuma. There you go. Hi. And without further ado, I give to you guys my horsemen. First things first, I give to you our favorite white boy. We got Kamara Extraordinaire himself, Belkin Kabado, aka Siberian Alucard, Keanu Reeves' number one fan, Johnny Bosch's actual best friend. KB Toys, Michael Sarah, and stop. Hammer down. Kamado, take it away. Henshin. By the way, the Sabir card thing, he's not exaggerating because. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got. You got some tunnels about that this, sunburn. Th- th- this is a week later. <laughs> this is All a right. week later. <laughs> oh, my God. And next, we got pretty much our, our returning waifu. And no, I will not make fun of her because her. her Redemption arc begins here. The thighs like Chun-Li, the upper body of a Ni- my Shirinui, the looks and charm of a Jamie Chung, and an attitude of a Selma Hayek, because Selma Hayek's a straight-up savage. We got Jen, a.k.a. Jenny, a.k.a. Jen Pink from Morphin Network, a.k.a. Daddy Ryu's Baby Mama, Terry Bogart's side chick, common writer Jen Knight, or I'm not, I don't know, the sorority Spartan kicking machine, and K-Town Big Boss, Jen Valkyrie. Jen Valkyrie, take it away. Hey guys, I love you. Um, From now on, you're not going to hear any more Karen jokes from me. No, you're not. We're, you, you have been, you, you have been, you are no longer Asian Karen. You're okay now. You're fine. Your redemption arc has begun and it's on to, off to a great pace. So Jen Valkyrie, welcome. Hey guys, I love you guys. Take care. And last but certainly not least, last but certainly not least, we got the youngest man of the squad. 
we've got the full metal Mexican, the Mexican alchemist, IHOP extraordinaire, the current and only owner of a PlayStation 5 in our squad, the Auntie Slayer himself, Little Machete, the young boss, young buck. Alaka Indicate, take it away. <laughs> and you know what else too? You know what else I own? The new Xbox, bitch. <laughs> what? I can't pull it out right now, but just know that this controller proves it. Wow. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You got an Xbox Series X. You got the X sex box. I got the S box. Not the, okay, not the, the not the refrigerator, I got the speaker. Okay, okay. Because I'm gonna say, I'm like, how do you own a PS5 and a sex box? What is going on? Like how like you real how, how many aunties have you slain this month alone? I don't need pussy to prove how good I am. <laughs> Oh I didn't even well, hear that. Okay, we're off to a ravishing start. My opening comment is Guys Indicate. Allo Indicate. My opening comment is E3 2021 sucked. And we'll explain why in a minute. But before we get into all that, we gotta do a little bit of housekeeping. As we have said at the start of this show, we have now we are no longer on Discord. We're not recording on Discord. We are no longer doing that. We have now moved the podcast to our friends over at StreamYard. Now, for those of y'all who don't know what StreamYard is, StreamYard is a free uh, broadcasting um, app that you can get on your computer, and you can also use it on your phone with no additional downloads or anything like that. It is free. There are some caveats. If you want to multi-stream, then you would have to pay the $20 upgrade. We pay 20 bucks a month, and you also put your own banners and everything else on there. You could do all of that you on stream. See what the full version looks like? Go watch your daytime podcast. Just yes, if you if you are followers of Morphin Network, go check that out. That's a key example. But we want to give a big shout to our friends over at StreamYard. No, we're not being sponsored by StreamYard, even though you'll StreamYard if you're watching this. Yo, hit us up. Hit us up. Scroll Gaming, up at gmail.com. Anyways, but other than that, we want to give a big shout out to StreamYard for allowing us to do this. We do greatly, greatly appreciate it. Well, that being said, uh, we got to do a little bit of housekeeping anyway. So for those of y'all who are brand new, if you haven't yet, be sure to follow us here on Twitch.tv slash RecklessFox. Chat, we love you and we adore you. Shout out to everyone who's currently watching right now on StreamYard. And let us be your virtual neighbors and putting a smile on you guys' faces. As long as we're putting a smile on you guys' face, we're doing our jobs just about right. Anyway, hold Um, But other than that... Uh, if you guys let us know, because we're talking about E3 the majority of the time and EAF and up. So no, that's pretty much uh, the basis. Oh, and also uh, Mortal Kombat Legends is getting a sequel. So a we just reviewed Scorpion's Revenge, which reminds me, Kavado, uh, where's Mortal Kombat 2021? I'm, I'm working on it. Like, I just need like two more days tops. Oh, my God. So, so and for those of who want to know, we are actually – we have to postpone our uh, the Juneteenth uh, reviews because we have not gotten the Mortal Kombat stuff out. But don't worry. In July, we're starting Resident Evil Month where we review all of the Paul W.S. Anderson Resident Evil movies. And we have enough time. We'll review the CGI movies, including Resident Evil Degeneration, Resident Evil Damnation, and Resident Evil Vendetta. Leading into our review of the new Resident Evil uh, Netflix uh, show that's coming out soon. So, yeah. you, know, you know, if we watch two movies a night and then review them back to back two days a week, we can actually pull off both Juneteenth and 
Resident Evil. Uh, in case you don't know, Kabuto, June's almost over. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's we can still watch the June Teeth movies. No, no, it's no, we, it's no longer canon. Now we can move to August because we don't have a lineup. We don't have a movie line for August yet. So mm-hmm. unless you want to do bad sequels again. Bad sequels. Because uh, we have not watched. Uh, we have not watched freaking um, uh, the X Men movies. If that's the case, Ooh. and I don't know if you want. I don't know if you want to subject yourself. Don't be wrong. Jen already subjected me to X Men Dark Phoenix, and I still want my twenty dollars back. But that's a different. Hey, at least we different. reviewed Dark Phoenix, so that's one less movie we have to worry about. That is true, but that's not the point, guys. Let us know how you guys feel about E3 because we're gonna be talking about Ubisoft's conference, Squeenix's conference, a little bit about Capcom and Namco Bandai's, even though we don't really count those. The Microsoft Bethesda conference and the Nintendo conference. EA, we're gonna be doing it in July because the EA uh, showcase will be in late July, so we'll be doing that. Uh, we'll be covering that one uh, by ourselves. But let us know if you haven't yet, guys. Let us know in the comment section if you have any questions for us. Let us know. Bye. Type it in. Struggling at gmail.com. That's struggling at gmail.com for any questions, comments, concerns, advice, business cards, all that good. So if you want to find us, find us on Twitter, type of struggling game, fan struggling game is all of your <clears throat> home. Find us on our YouTube page, struggling game. You can find us on our Instagram at the struggle podcast. It's Instagram at the struggle podcast for all our uh, all our other uh, highlights and stuff like that. And find us on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, and Breaker.audio at the struggle podcast where we post pretty much all our other podcasts. SoundCloud exclusively has our movie reviews. We will be remo- We will be moving our movie reviews to Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the other outlets at some time, at some point. But for right now, the Scary Game Podcast is on all platforms. If you want to get a whole any of us, once prior to time, you can find me on Twitch.tv slash RecklessFox. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at TheRecklessFox. And you can find me on YouTube page at RecklessFox. If I'm not holding it down, South Tower region, flexing these Howard style. Commodore, where can the fi- people find you? You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash buildingcobalto. And you can find me on Instagram at chrono underscore just underscore cosplay. I love that. That is so nice. You're welcome. Jen, where, Jen, can, they where you? can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Jen Messina. That is G-N-M-E-S-I-N-A. Alec and Atticate, where can they find you? Y'all can find you with the new Xbox, bitch. At twitch.tv slash applicant. Find me on Twitter, allocate.eat at the end. And you can find me as, like, what's my Instagram again? Underscores with allocate. That's not it, but you know what? It's on the screen. You see the screen right here? Follow! Oh my god. And with that being said, guys, let's get started. So, Streamlabs and stuff like that. Let's get, if you're new, once again, um we do all our, we do you know how we've been do, how we've been doing checking in on each other we like pretty much check in so it's been a couple of weeks we were supposed to do the podcast a couple of weeks ago but because it was e3 we decided not to do it and all that all etc etc so how you guys been doing uh alucard what why don't you start first very well uh i had a very difficult week as you can tell i have suffered second degree sunburns because my, I needed a new motor for my car. Yeah, you know, why don't we sh- I want to show the people real quick. Show them. Yes. <laughs> so, keep in mind, this is after one week of recovery. But, as you can see, this is what my skin normally looks like. And this is what my skin looks like after being in the sun for 17 minutes without sunscreen. A- at least that's what it normally looks like. 
It looked even worse because I was out there for two and a half hours waiting for that flatbed to show up and uh, save me from being in the highway, in the dead of the heat of the sun. In the end, thankfully, the ghosts of my past have been able to return me to my frigid salvation. And now it's my mama. <laughs> mama, Mama Cabado. <laughs> yeah, this, Elizabeth saved me. <laughs> yeah, this, no, no, but seriously though, this, this, what you see right now, this, this tan line right here, that's uh-huh. after, that's after a whole week of recovering from my burns. Like I had to apply aloe vera every two hours. And, 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 and you, do you know how hard it is to wear a button, like a professional button-on shirt with aloe vera like stuck to the clothing underneath? Because, because like you, you got, you got second degree burns at, at 3 p.m. And, and you have to do a, uh, uh, an interview demo for four o'clock. Because like you're yeah, that like, sucks. Because like everything's opening back up, you we need like real full time jobs, and it happens. And this my car breaks down literally on the day of my my le- a demo lesson interview, and yeah, so like there's like green underneath of my white. I'm sorry, dude. You could I'm make a car there, but you but you better not. I'm not gonna make. Wait, what did you say? Because yeah, I got green underneath that white. I'm not. I'm not gonna make fun of you. Okay. It sucks. But what I will say is, it was interesting <laughs> to see how fast you ran <laughs> the day I came over to film. <laughs> so I'm not. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. Jen, Jen Valkyrie. What's your uh, to? Um, I've been doing good. Anyone that just wants to know, I I've been recovering. Not so much into detail. <laughs> That that's the best way to put it. In no, case no, but it, other than you know going to therapy and all that, I've just been reaching out to people and um, I don't say apologizing, but making um, atoning, making, atoning for you know not really just like and giving an explanation of things I did, and so far it's been really good, just because you know it's just I feel like in my heart, I I don't like to live guilt in my heart, so I like to like you know. I'd confess and do whatever I can now that I'm I guess you can say free to do what I want and so it's been a really good process so far I've done it to 10 people already that's yeah good, pretty much it so recovery has been good uh, tune in for the conclusion of Jen's Redemption Arc <laughs> oh, oh on uh, your anniversary September the 22nd oh my god so you 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 live in the life. You got a sex box and a PS5. What the hell's been going on? And I see you gr- and I see you grab the facial hair. So you let the aunties know that you are of age. So what's up? <laughs> and speaking of age, it's gonna be my birthday in less than a month. So that's exciting. Twenty one drinks on. I'll let to say government name. Yo, drinks on one of y'all. Yo, let's, <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Let's all meet up. Let's meet up at Kamado's place. We'll also in, we'll get we'll I'll in, invite Exile and uh Zero and uh Bride too. Yeah. Oh oh you know what? You know what? I, I, I could do one better. We could go to my place 
and and I will set up my DJ booth, and we can do like we could do a uh, what's called greaser night, where like we all dress up as like 1955 to 1965. I play, you know, some good old fashioned Elvis, some Beatles, Buddy Holly. Oh my god, Chilas. I that would actually be pretty, pretty cool. I'm not gonna front. That that'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. That would be cool. We'll, 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 we'll put that on standby. We'll put that. We'll, we'll put. We'll, we'll pin that right now. Chekhov's gun. Chekhov's gun. We'll bring. We'll come back to that later. <laughs> um. Oh man, my week. Um. <laughs> it's been rough. Last week was rough. This week. Uh, the start of this week was very rough. It's okay. I'm, June was a very rough month for all this has been a rough month i'm not even gonna i know it's gonna get worse for me i'm not even gonna front oh say it right now i, I i'm not trying to throw, i'm not trying to put down the universe but other than that uh as y'all can see in case you guys do not follow me on instagram um yesterday this happened in case you guys don't know what this is this is my wisdom tooth they yanked it because so for those who don't know, I had my bottom wisdom teeth taken out back in 2011 when I was 16. Um, I've been back to the dentist for the last couple of weeks because my insurance covers my dental. I'm and that's awesome. I don't have to pay a cent. Yesterday, club. Yesterday they did a deep clean. They did a deep clean on my on my right side of my face because I had I had need I had cavities and they needed to do deep cleanings right. So they got they did this and then the, the dentist was like hey do you want us to um uh, we want to do an extraction do you want us to take your wisdom tooth out today and i'm like yeah sure why not and yanked this mother lover out of my face and it felt glorious i felt like i felt like i felt like a new man spitting out blood the rest of the day <laughs> but yeah other than that that's what happened uh i did see for the last two weekends I went to go see Quiet Place Part 2, which was an amazing movie. If you guys have not seen Quiet Place yet, watch that and go see Quiet Place Part 2. A fantastic movie. It's, it's, if you want to know a good way to kick off uh, everything, opening back up, including movie theaters, you go see Quiet Place 2. And then I saw Fast and the Furious 9 last Friday. I just got one thing to say. For those of y'all who question the logic to Hobbs and Shaw, which I have to say right now, if you're still questioning the logic of the Fast and the Furious, I don't know why. <laughs> if y'all seen the trailer, Vin Diesel uses the end of a bridge as a grappling hook to get from one side of the island to the other. And it was in the trailer at the last Super Bowl. I'm just saying, don't I, don't ever question the logic of that. I, I have a quote. Like, I, I have some thoughts about another scene from the trailer and i'm just gonna put it to you like this uh anakin skywalker trying trying to fight general grievous at the start of revenge of the sith it's like uh uh and like you hear dom's voice like hey i heard you need some backup dom what are you doing here out of space hey man uh, uh laws of physics they mean nothing compared to the power of family <laughs> Don't, look, speaking of family, don't get me started with John Cena, because mm-hmm. I, so the Dom, so Dom, did you like adopt? Did your dad adopt the white boy? I'm okay. We'll talk about Fast Nine at a later date. Honestly, we're gonna have to do a Fast and a Furious a month. See, I'm just see, like, see, like when I think about like the whole subplot, I'm thinking about 
Kenji from uh, Rush Hour 3, but poorly written. <laughs> yeah. Someone's asking, uh, do I have to watch Mafrak Kuma Ken? I, I, and because of the streaming art, we can do this now. Kuma Ken asked, do I have to see Quiet Place Part 1? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Part 1 was really actually fun. I liked the first one. It was really good. Yeah. See, 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 like, the first one is everything, I, is, is one of the reasons why I love Metroid Fusion so much, because sometimes the best ambience is from having Silence. no sound exactly hello darkness my old, my friend. old friend i've come to talk, talk to, to you, to you again. again anyways let's get started guys so we got a piece two pieces of quick news real quick so one of our first pieces of quick news and i'll actually i and, and you know what we can do this now hold up and we can you and this is another way for y'all to uh follow us on ig so here you go um rockstar is ending the ps3 and xbox 360 uh support for grand theft auto 5 so yeah so you know rest in peace to uh the online service for ps3 and xbox 360 for gta 5 and last piece of quick news ea is reportedly reviving the dead space franchise um ea is reportedly reviving dead space with motive studios developing the game motive is supposedly developing a reimagining of the original dead space game and ea plans to reveal the game during the ea play live on july the 22nd i'm gonna take that with a grain of salt because one thing and one thing only ea f's up everything just saying uh but with that being said let's get started Let, let's just jump jump in guys let's talk about e3 okay so let's talk about what we liked what we didn't like and then we'll go through every showcase and just and give um what announcements that they were made and if we watch the show if we watch the actual conference what do you give it out of uh an a, 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 a through f rank okay so alo you i'll let you go first what do you think about e- this year's e3 Ugh, man likes so- and dislikes so okay let's start with dislikes there were some conferences where it wasn't very clear what they were going to show. Like uh, Namco, for example, they were apparently it was only planned that they were going to show that one game, uh, House of Meeting, like yes. I'm wrong. But everybody else was like expecting a lot more. Like there was like rumors of like a My Hero Academia game based on something like Dragon Ball Fighters or like just any any of the other projects from that company because Namco has a lot of shit. Like legit, today they released Tekken into smash brothers they have all these anime games like there's so much and so like it was the point is there was so it wasn't clear what people were going to show and even if they didn't make it known it wasn't to the general public like you had to go out of your way to find out what they were actually showing like so confidence that could apply to that could be like capcom what was it was it capcom namco all these so all the short ass like conferences and then yeah. you, yeah, like the ones that you like, you know what to expect. So that shit like Microsoft and Nintendo, even Ubisoft, I would throw Ubisoft in there. Like they all had their own surprises up their sleeves. So I feel like they were the best conferences. And then you have the motherfuckers who just didn't even show up. Like Sony or fucking EA or And I wish I feel like they would have made the show better. But as for the quality, it's like kinda like C C plus. Nah, I think a solid C. Because if you have if you just remove one of those conferences, like Microsoft or Nintendo especially, you, you're just wasting my time. 
Okay, okay, I can see. I, 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 I can take that. I can take that. Kabuto, did you watch? The, uh, what are your likes and dislikes? Did you even know? Did you even watch some of the uh, conferences? I've seen a little bit of some of them. I'm just gonna be real though, like full transparency. I honestly didn't care for almost anything except for two very specific things from Nintendo. What's up, my Nintendos and Nintendo Bros? <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, honestly, if not for those two very specific announcements. Okay, one of those two announcements I didn't care for as much as the other one. Because, because like, I'm just going to say it right now. I literally just started playing Breath of the Wild. And right now I'm trying to reach. And, well, despite only playing for one day, I'm already at the part where I have to retrieve that electric tiara thing for the Queen of the Garudas. Oh, yeah. so you made it pretty far, huh? Yeah, I, I'm just really good at rock climbing. Um, not so, not so much of a fan of the mechanics. But one thing I've all been dying to see that isn't Bayonetta three, but still dying to see. We finally see it. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that whole. No, no, don't don't blow your load yet. We'll talk the about that one. Overall score, I give it. I give the overall conference a C minus because I think. There was nothing spectacular about the conference as a whole, uh, but like the one thing I've wanted, the one piece of good news I've wanted to hear for almost 20 years, at least that finally got announced. So, you know, you know, like that, like literally the passing grade for the conference is carried by a single title that was announced, which we're going to get into. Okay. Jen, thoughts, likes, dislikes, go ahead. Nintendo. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so thank you, um, Zaddy, Eiji, Awonuma. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Joking. I no. hope he doesn't. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, I'm just talking. Um, thank you. Uh, so far, Nintendo is the only thing that made me happy. So I mean, thank you for Breath of the Wild 2. I've been waiting four years, so I'm excited for that. Um, I've been. There's nothing much I can say, honestly. I mean. I was hoping Capcom would do a little more, but honestly, I think they've done enough. Enough. So that that's me. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. Do I want to play Monster Hunter? Nah. Yeah. Nah. I, if, you, if, you, if you're gonna play, get Monster Hunter World on PS4 <laughs> so we can all play it. I my, don't know. My, fir- my first and only Monster Hunter game I ever got was Monster Hunter Generations, and like, and what people said the game was versus what the game actually was there was such a huge disparity that like i lost okay. interest after like two hours of playing like no offense to my friends like i know they went out of their way to get it get the game for my birthday like several years ago but like it is absolutely not but but like what they did describe the game was supposed to be we're actually gonna get in uh pokemon arceus at least okay well i'm excited for that one as well it's yeah. called i call it pokemon of the wild uh yeah oh we don't talk about pokemon we will talk about that but, in a minute yeah, a giant announcement Ooh. a giant announcement came out for pokemon where it i'm like you know what this will be the first pokemon game i will buy on the switch already we'll talk about that in a minute let me get let me get let me let me, let wait, me talk to the people wait, overall c plus um i was hoping xbox could like do something but that's okay Okay, here's the thing. I really like the Microsoft Bethesda conference. I really did. I think while Nintendo had the good quality, 
Microsoft had the good quantity because of Bethesda. Bethesda legit saved Microsoft. I'm not even going to front. Yeah. But other than that, I'm sorry. Like, if we're going to talk about dislikes, that's this it was, for me. Let me let me put it like this: because of the pandemic, we couldn't have an E3. We couldn't have an in-person E3. This is the time where you bring out all of your big guns. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these conferences, excluding Capcom, Bandai, Namco, I'm actually going to give them a pass because honestly, I don't know whose idea was it, but we all know that Bandai, Namco, and Capcom do well when they are part when they are used as a third party to announce them for like let's say like Sony or Microsoft or Nintendo. We all know that they work better collabing and showing up their stuff through other means. Like again, a good example, Resident Evil 2 Remake got announced during uh, the Sony press conference in 2018 and niggas lost their minds about that. While Microsoft showed off the Devil May Cry 5 trailer the night before and everyone lost their minds, including me, it was lit. But if we're gonna look at, if we're looking at Square Enix and Ubisoft and the PC gaming show, if you want to talk about unoriginal, uninspired, and just downright boring and generic, those are the three that I will look at. And I'm I'm specifically talking about Ubisoft. I almost fell asleep watching Ubisoft's showcase three times. Wow. So so it Ubisoft's showcase boring. for you was what Vampire Academy was for me. Kind of. But and I'll get into the specifics about that. But overall, I'm going to say this. Had it not been for Microsoft and Nintendo coming out with their guns, this would have been the worst E3. Like, I'm going to... E3 2021 sucks. I'm just going to say this right now. Like, from what the, from what we got, this was almost an exact repeat of E3 2019, if not worse. And, I, and we'll go. I'm gonna go into details about that. So let's go. Let's look at Ubisoft's conference. Some of the big announcements that Ubisoft had made: Rainbow Six Extraction, which is a brand new PVE Rainbow uh, Rainbow Six game that's in the Rainbow Six Siege universe. Um, I liked it. It was cool. I mean, as someone who owns Rainbow Six Siege and just doesn't play it, because I honestly don't. I, I don't know. I just, I, I never got into it. I, I, I paid four bucks for it, by the way, brand new, just by the way. I just couldn't get into it. Um, Riders Republic looked cool, but the pro, I think some of the games that they announced looked really cool, but it's just the way they were announced just looked unoriginal and uninspired. Riders Republic is a game that I think looks really, really cool and comes out September 2nd on all the major gaming platforms, including Google, including Google Stadia, even though we don't acknowledge Google Stadia. So, uh, Rainbow Six Siege has also uh, announced a brand new character, uh, Thunderbird. She comes out. Actually, she's out right now. So there you go. Um, there's a new addition to uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, the expansion pack is actually coming next year. Uh, 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 Discovery Tour Valkyrie Age. Um, the new movie ba- uh, that Ubisoft Studios is creating uh, is set to stream. Uh, Werewolves Within is coming out in theaters. Actually, it's out in theaters right now. And is streaming on July the second, but probably the big two of the biggest announcements, three of the biggest announcements. They showed off more Far Cry Six, and you get the season pass. You get to play as the villains from the previous Far Cry games. That's mm. number one. Number two, Ray, uh, Mario and Rayman Raving Rabbits. It just uh, was announced that it's getting a sequel, Mario Plus Rabbits Sparks of Hope, which we are now getting a 
a bunny, uh, a rabid version of Rosalina. And honestly, the game looked kind of cool. Not going to lie. It looked pretty lit. Uh, but the biggest announcement, which I now have to apologize publicly on the internet. Ubisoft's uh, Snowdrop Engine. That they also announced. I don't know why I saw this. Ubisoft announced Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Which is set in the James Cameron Avatar universe. And comes out in 2022. I want to publicly apologize to Thunder Chica. Or Cosplay Chica 101. Or Chica. Brian Spider-Man. Because I had said three weeks ago. That the James Cameron Avatar universe is dead. The franchise is dead because there's there ain't no game. They don't have no, no other media outside the movies. And... Avatar 2 ain't set to release until 2035. I publicly apologize for that. Outside of that, were there any of these announcements, guys, did you even care about? Go ahead. So my question is, so is the uh, Pandora game going to be like a a James Cameron reskin of Monster Hunter? Because I feel like that's the only way you could actually do uh, a game based on Avatar, James Cameron. I honestly don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with that. Because I feel like you're going to be like a Navi and you're going to hunt the various wildlife of Pandora and then ride those dragon bird things. And I swear to God, like all that, that, that just makes me want to play Pokemon Arceus. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What's it called? It, It is weird that they're making a game based on that, but... But, you know, at that point, you know, I wonder if they're going to do, like, some kind of expansion with, like, other James Cameron movies like Aliens. Because, like, keep in mind, Aliens does have its own video game series. Oh, oh yeah. And we will talk about that in a minute. We'll talk about that in a minute. But were there any announcements that you actually cared about? No. Oh, by the way, real quick, no. real quick. Um, For Honor, uh, you remember that game, For Honor? It's getting a new season. Um. Mm-hmm. Co- uh, Trackmania got announced. Uh, also, they are putting Ninja Turtles in the uh, in Brawlhalla now, which is actually kind of cool. Oh, I'm excited. Well, I mean, like honestly, it's a free game, anyways. I mean, we'll see. But yeah, but other than that, there really wasn't any other announcements. The crew too. Um, the, the the devs had an update for it, and there's a new game called Trackmania, which actually doesn't look too bad. But uh, again. I don't care because the conference sucked, but that's a different story. Allo, was there any games you cared about in this conference that got announced? From Ubisoft? Uh, bro, actually, a uh, Rainbow Extraction was actually a big highlight for me. Like, I was really blown away like how they're, like, adapting Siege and making it into a more cooperative single-player experience. I just thought that was, like, super cool. And the concept... What was it? Like, fucking aliens and shit? That was... I was... I feel like people, too many people are sleeping on Extraction, like on God, I feel like too many people are sleeping on that. Of course, there's also, and we haven't mentioned it already, Mario and Rabbids, which is it was funny, you know, that shit got leaked the day before or the day of. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It was like, it was a pleasant surprise. I just, it just looks like, I mean, I don't even know what to say, but you know what? Fucking Avatar, dude, I just... Bro, that Avatar game, like, I need to, I want to know more about it. I feel like 
that was probably one of the biggest announcements like at all like from e3 and i can't believe not more people are talking about it well that's me oh i can tell you why because we don't know what the hell is gonna happen with it we don't know it all right we don't know the gameplay or anything like that so like i, that's, I mean don't get me wrong it's good i think the reason being people are gonna be talking about it is because oh avatar 2 is coming out then no nigga no until avatar 2 3 and 5 4 5 and 8 and 9 yes we're skipping 6 and 7 won't be out until 2040 2050 and 2080. Yeah. <laughs> but you do got point like i'm Bring excited that- grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> i'm excited Eddie. that there's a game like a good one at at a potentially good one that exists so i'm excited for the concept of what it could be but you are right in the sense man we don't know shit about this <laughs> you do not know shit at all shen yeah. were there any announcements of ubisoft's conference that you actually cared about i mean eh, i mean i wish i could say i think that just dance game was pretty cool but i mean uh... look leave me alone i i, I think i, I think i think fox having ptsd flashbacks of like the, that one time we went to Nat's house. <laughs> no, no, that wasn't PTSD. Cause I had a good time watching specific someone dance. So I don't know, but I mean that's the only thing I liked was just dance because I mean I I love that game, but that's that's it for me really. I would say this. I think the Mario Ra- Rabbits game looks pretty cool. I never had the chance to play Mario um Rayman Raving Rabbits crossover the first one. So I actually will go and play that if that's the yeah, case. It's just that called Mario cool. versus uh Rabbits. Uh, I'll say, Rabbits. Like, I'm just waiting for Rayman. Matter of fact, matter, hold up. No, 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 no. Rayman should be the next Smash character. I'm just saying. Anyways. Yes. yes. Look, man, Mario and Rayman both got the rabbits. Like the rap like Mario's got those crossover games with the rabbits, which originate from Rayman. You may as well make Rayman the next uh, uh, what what's his Smash name? character? And, and and also he was on on the uh Sega Dreamcast. Like his original game was on the Sega Dreamcast. So you know Sega. Oh my god. Anyways, but going back to going back in, like I think the the only games that because they also announced some expansions and stuff like that. The only games I am actually interested in that were fine were Rainbow Six Extraction, um, Riders Republic, and Far Cry Six. Other than that, there was nothing else interesting about this conference. I think my, and, and Avatar, obviously. My biggest problem, though, which is a lot, which has a lot to do with a lot of the other things that they didn't announce, where the hell was Beyond Good and Evil 2? This game has been in development for the last, what, seven years, like six, seven years now, and we still have no freaking gameplay. Like, for the last two years, we have seen nothing but trailer shots. For Beyond Good and Evil 2. Where is Beyond Good and Evil 2? What what is taking them this long to show us at least a smidgen of gameplay? That's probably my biggest problem. I will say that the animation that is so beautiful. It is it is beautiful, but at the same token, it's like where the hell is the gameplay? It's like it was I really hope they don't pull a cyberpunk with it. If they do, oh, Ubisoft. You know what they're gonna do? They're gonna they're gonna make a movie out of it on Netflix and not show the game. I'm just kidding. It, bro, if they did that. I, Ubisoft, I'm done with them. Don't get me wrong. Like you got you got one with me with Assassin's Creed Origins because Black Excellence. That's all I have to say about that. But other than that, it's like there are only a few games I'm interested in. And I'm sorry, I want to talk about this real quick, and we can move on to Squeenix. So they announced this thing called Rock Smith. 
in honor to 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 oh. celebrate the 10 years of Rocksmith and the Rock Band franchise, my, Ubisoft has announced a brand new interactive music learning subscription service called Rocksmith Plus, where you can learn how to play a guitar. Oh, I already have that. <laughs> now, now that's cool and all. You're trying to now. I want to say this right now. If you're a person who wants to learn how to play a musical instrument, by all means, do it. I have no problem with it. I think this is actually a really cool idea. One caveat. Why are they promoting this at a video game expo? I can explain why. Because it's in the format of a video game. That's pretty much no, it. No, com- no, like, no, Kamado. Like, like, Kamado? like you literally play mini games in order to learn Kamado. very specific Kamado. combinations. Kamado. This is the same freaking gaming company that try to market laser tag as a video game in case you forgot to let me let me let me take you back let me take you back to 2010 2011 i don't remember laser which tag rocky no that ubisoft try i'm matter of fact i'm gonna look i'm gonna hold up ubisoft laser tag a coke <laughs> battle tag here it is here it is here it is hold on hold up so back in 2010, and Jen, I'm pretty Jen, you remember this because we talked about this in high school. They try to promote uh Ubisoft try to promote laser tag. You oh, think called battle tag. That. I remember that. Wait, 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 this- wait, 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 wait. Wasn't that augmented reality like a phone game? No, dog. No. Yeah. That, they that- they re- tried to freaking use this they tried to promote laser tag as a video game this is what ubisoft did in 2010 dog i remember there was some company that made like an ar iphone game for laser tag where it's like where it's like use augmented reality on your phone to like play laser tag with your friends and i'm like no like I, i can't I don't know who did that, but I remember someone definitely did that in like the early to mid 10,000s. Damn, I can't believe we're I'm actually using the phrase 10,000s like it happened a decade ago. So once again, Rocket Plus should not have been qualified as a game to I, show. I, I, just like how I, tag I have to ask, how do you define video game? Because, because like, you know, like some, there's still debate over whether or not like, I uh, whether smartphone app games are considered video games. They're, they're not. They're not. I will. I will argue that they're. They're not. They're not. Games, they're not. But, no. Hell no. So so I have to ask, like, by what definition is conference itself using the term video games? Because if it falls under that de- uh, the conference's definition, then it's still valid. But if it it but if it isn't and it ha- and and the conference uses the definition of video games that you use, then you would be right. I'm not disagree. I'm not. I'm neither agreeing or disagreeing with you. I'm just Respect. addressing. Okay. I'm, I'm addressing the nuance of whether or not it is valid based on the definition of the word video game according to the conference. Respect. I get that. I get that. But overall, I would give I would give this letter grade for Ubisoft. I give them a freaking D because this was this was. I don't know if any of you guys actually watched Come the on, conference itself. 
Give it a D plus because they have a just dance game. Come on. Shut up, Jen. No, 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 no. Like, on, no, on the real. If no, I don't know if any of you guys actually watched the actual conference itself. It is boring. Boring. I don't know how Ubisoft, with all this money and all this time, can uh, can still make probably one of the most generic, uninspired, boring ass conference and on top of that you want to know why i'm not giving it a c or a d plus i also should give it a d minus in the middle of the conference the conference buffered it oh my buffered God. it wasn't youtube's fault or any other streaming platform it buffered dude it reminds me Corey, twenty dollars where when anyways what oh, oh, on, on a less serious note Humoring, humoring your definition of video games. Can you imagine if they ever had Mavis Beacon at an E3 conference? Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, I none of y'all watched the conference. I'm pretty sure y'all just heard about the announcements. Am I correct? More or less. Okay, fine. We'll move on to Squeenix then. Squeenix, we got to talk. I need to talk about Squeenix real quick. Squeenix, uh Another boring ass showcase, but like almost as bad as Ubisoft actually came out with a couple of good things. Stranger of Paradise, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins got announced for 2022. I want to, there's a reason why I want to talk about a little bit more about that. And Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy got announced, and the game will be coming out October 26. Yes, this game is coming out soon. Um, and it's gonna be, it has an original um storyline and everything like that a lot of people are discussing talking about the designs of the new other characters specifically gamora and rocket raccoon which i'm more here like first of all gamora has so many different um looks so i'm okay with her look and rocket raccoon having a goatee hey man you got rock, rock that food man chew goatee dog i don't care um also announced babylon's fall um which looks very very good um there's no set date for it yet but i am actually excited for it also life is strange true colors empathy um is uh got announced and it's coming out soon we don't know when um but also they announced the life is strange remaster collection which is set to release on all major platforms as well as the nintendo switch we'll discuss during the nintendo switch conference um, the Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster update um, is essentially all six Final, the original six Final Fantasy uh, games coming out. These games will be coming out soon. Um, and the last piece of news was Marvel's Avengers um, War for Wakanda expansion pack got announced. And it is free. It doesn't have a release date, though, but you will be playing as the Black Panther. Um, were there any any of these games um, that got announced? Did any of them excite you guys? Go ahead. I mean, on one hand, I do like Guardians of the Galaxy, but on the other hand, given what Aloe said about, uh, I can't remember if it was Aloe, Oreo, or ReZero, but I remember someone said some said some not so pleasant things about the Avengers game. Yeah, and, and that being the case. I'm apprehensive if uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy game will have the same lack of quality. Because keep in mind, I want a good Guardians of the Galaxy but game. But do you trust licensed game? That's the thing. I don't know. It, again, it's like 
and like I, I don't know like i'm really conflicted because because of because of what i did hear about like the avengers game and if it's and i feel like there might be a pattern or, or track record and in the end it's inconsequential because of reasons i'm not going to go into that you clearly know of why but uh coulda shoulda woulda coulda shoulda woulda um and, and what's especially sad is like i really love the spider-man game you know like the ps4 game and miles morales too not gonna lie and i want all marvel games to be of that quality like i mean i'm not a fan of the whole the hard copy of the game still requiring 76 gigabytes of memory <laughs> like that's messed up i'm not gonna lie that's kind of messed up but oh my god the render the, the, the web thing the combat mechanics so beautiful but no instead we ended up getting the avengers game and i hope gardens of the galaxy will be improved upon from there as for wakanda you know i wouldn't mind if heck black panther had his own game also on the quality of spider-man like imagine not web slinging but still traversing over wakanda Oh my god. Okay. Alright, cool. Uh, oh, by the way, real quick, forgot to mention, uh, Legends of Mana, it comes out, actually it's out right now on Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Steam. Um, was there any other games? Um, Nier Reincarnation um, is actually the first mobile game for Nier, which, okay, if it's, I'm, I don't care about the uh, mobile games though. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, the first soldier got, uh, also got announced during the presentation, which by, and by announced, I mean and at the end of it, you know how at some showcases they show like a smidgen of something they did not show? They showed off First Soldier just a little bit of it. Um, yeah, f- fuck you, Square Enix, for doing that, by the way. Um, but yeah, those are the other two I forgot to mention. So there you go. I, you know, um, one, thing, one thing I'm still upset about in, in terms of Square Enix is the whole the second half of FF7, you have to play on PS5. Oh, you mean Integrate? Oh, dude, don't get me started with that. I, I'm like, not- like you can't just release the game halfway and then just release well, the, well that, that's like, the thing. It's only a spinoff. It, like it's it's just it's set. It's still set. You're playing as Yuffie, um, like before she meets with Cloud and stuff like that. Oh. But no, no, like it, it's still stupid. Like that should still be on PS4 yeah. as well. Yeah, like 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 you could you could like release it for PS4 and PS5. Now I get it. You gotta have some PS5 exclusive games. Like to incentivize people to get PS5 instead of sticking to their PS4, but I feel like considering the fact that Final Fantasy VII came out on PS4, Final Fantasy VII isn't the game you want to do a PS5 exclusive for the second half. Now I'll say this: if they made a remake of Final Fantasy VIII for PS5, I wouldn't mind. If they just did not release Final Fantasy VII remake for PS4 at all to begin with and then just wait until PS5 came out and then release Final Fantasy 7 Remake that would also be fine but you release Final Fantasy 7 on PS4 and the second half of the game you know like 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 that that better be a double port you know it's kind of it's weird for me already that Ratchet and Clank Remake 2 is PS5 exclusive right I want to play Ratchet Clank, all right, but I want to play. But I want to play the Future to Trilogy, and you can't play all of them on PlayStation now. All right, then. 
Uh, Allo, what are uh, any announcements from Squeenix's uh, showcase that excited you? Did you even watch it? I did watch it, and in the call that I was in, people really wanted. I, I had this one dude who thought, who seriously thought Kingdom Hearts Four was gonna be announced this year. I was like, okay, no, you tell him to kiss my ass when you when you talk to him again. <laughs> I told him, bro, it's too soon. What's sad is that if they did release Kingdom Hearts 4 soon, which by the way, is a really short time span compared to the other installments being released one after the other. But if they do, that'll, that'll just increase the probability of you not winning that bet, which by the way, I still think you're going to win. Like, yeah, GC is really on, trying to be like, no, he's gonna be like, just shut the fuck up. Anyways, it's never over. <laughs> like, Kinmots 1 and 2 came out five years apart. Like, <laughs> that would be the shortest between like a numbered sequel. But, anyways, Honestly, Man, I, thought, I thought Chain of Memories was the second game. I would, it, Everyone it thought is that. and it isn't. It just if it is by like timeline, but it's not by the sequel of it's not by yeah, number. No, I'm yeah. saying, but because it's the second game that did come out, I honestly thought that was Kingdom Hearts too. I'm like, uh, oh, making the second one for Game Boy Advance. That's a bold move. I gotcha, and <laughs> but, but it was boring. But I'm trying to remember shit from that conference, and the only thing I could think of is like Guardians of the Galaxy. But that's I feel, bro, they're doing. Guardians of the Galaxy, like the way they should have done Avengers, like just single player. I feel like Guardians would have been much better for like a cooperative experience. And apparently that's going to switch too on the side note. Yeah, it is. But, but, but like I don't remember shit <laughs> from that conference. No, you're it, fine. No, oh, you're fine. And then that's the problem. That's that's the problem. Like, aside from the two games that we had talked about, which is Strang uh Stranger in Paradise, Final Fantasy Origins, and Guardians of the Galaxy, there really was nothing else very important don't get me wrong it's cool that they're remastering the first six final fantasy games but other than that everything no. else got shown off at the other conferences true well now you reminded me of fucking strangers in paradise so there was a demo that came out on ps5 <laughs> ps5 right here it was uh-huh. it was okay like i probably like played 30 minutes of it and never went back like that's how it was for me okay then yeah but no, that conference. But if I can't remember anything, it's like, is it was it really a good conference? Not really. No. Because yeah. because the fact that we can remember the announcements for Microsoft and Nintendo, and those are the, the there's a problem. Like don't get me wrong. Again, Ubisoft. I mean, the only one that I thought of off the top of my head without looking at my notes is Far Cry 6. That's the only th- game I can remember that actually was of importance and Rainbow Six Extraction. That's it. But it is what it is. Jen, what, any announcements that you cared about for Squeenix? Um, I guess nothing much. There you go. Uh, I think the Guardians of the Galaxy game looks interesting, but I, I, I've been burned by Squeenix before um with the avengers game um for, uh stranger in paradise final fantasy origins looks interesting and i will i'm only playing it just to fuck with t- kotaku which reminds me ian walker the uh one of the writers to kotaku um go fuck yourself um this fool wrote this article on kotaku and that's the reason why i wanted to talk about this final fantasy origins normie fuckboy scores more stylish gear as you play 
I'm sorry, you're supposed to be a professional journalist for for a video game him uh journal uh, a video game uh journal with a lot of integrity, and I'm putting that in quotes because honestly, Kotaku's integrity is right next to the integrity of freaking um Gordon Gecko from Wall Street. Um Reading this real quick, I just want to read this. Stranger Paradise Origin is a team ninja theories uh, soul-like that takes place in the world of virtual Final Fantasy. Sounds really freaking cool, right? Well, the excitement of this year's E3 2021 was dampered considering by the game's uh, ostensible heroes and casually dressed group led by a boring, chaos-obsessed dude named Jack who looks more like a Paul Walker stunt devil than a Final Fantasy protagonist. He also said this after getting a chance to play Stranger in Paradise. However, I'm happy to report that Jack is a playable character. He eventually begins to look like he belongs in the world of Final Fantasy VII. Uh, while he starts out in a pretty basic shirt, jeans, and boot assembled, Kotaku editor-in-chief Patricia Hernandez called it uh, about as normie as a 7-Eleven parking lot. Again, professional journalists from Kotaku... And this is the this is the title of his article. They're super biased, and not only that, they're also extremely pro-liberal, like two darn leftists. Well, they they are the SJs that we make fun of. These are like, the, that's the thing. Like they're they're two leftists. That's the get, you know, like God, like like. Uh, not even a seven. Listen, not even a fifteen-year-old would title an article like this. You get paid to write articles about video games, and this is what you want to type. I'm done. Anyways, overall, Square Enix. I would have to give them a low. And I'm being very generous. A low C minus because there's only two games. There are only three games that are honestly important that they announced. Babylon Falls. Um, Final Fantasy uh, Origins and freaking Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm gonna be. Ve- I'm going to take. I'm going to take a leap of faith and actually play Guardians of the Galaxy because you only play a Star Lord in this game. You do not play as Gamora or Drax or Rock, Rock, which I'm okay with. I am okay with because it's kind of like how Final Fantasy 15 was. Final Fantasy 15, stupid as hell story, but very amazing gameplay. I, I, I am someone who vouches for Final Fantasy 15 all the time. I think the game itself is fun. I think the story itself is trash. I'm giving Square Enix's conference a low, low, low C minus borderline D plus. Um, did anyone watch the show? The 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 show, or is it just me? Oh, Aloe, what did you what did you score? Because I know you said you you watch with your homies. Uh, I was it for what Square? I get that shit a D. Okay. For dick. Anyways, all right. Let's get to the bit. Let's get to the, some of the big guns. Let's talk about Microsoft Bethesda. Microsoft Bethesda were not playing around, dog. Halo Infinite it's multiplayer is going to be free to play. I'm freaking excited. I'm fr- look. You listen. You got your little Xbox. I'm gonna be playing on PC where the real where the real players are gonna be at, where the real players play, and we and we for real, real not for play, play, big dog. That's where I'm gonna be playing. Uh, Halo Infinite. I love how I'm doing this. Like I got nails and stuff. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. Halo Infinite uh, is, is multiplayer will be free to play. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, I don't think they announced when the, the game itself is coming out. 
Um, we got an official teaser trailer for Starfield, which comes out in 2022. That is the current um, deadline. It will be in 2022. Um, Redfall is, is one of the first Xbox exclusives being developed by Arcane, which looks really, really cool. Um, Psychonauts 2 will be coming out later this summer, August the 25th, which now makes me want to play Psychonauts on Twitch. Uh, Outer Worlds 2 got announced as well. Uh, we got brand new, uh, gameplay trailer for Battlefield 2042 and the game is set to release sometime this year. And I am very, very excited for that. Stalker 2 Chernobyl comes out next April in 2020, April the 28th in 2022. We got a brand new open world game from the Just Cause developers at uh, Avalanche, the guys who made Just Cause 1, 2, and 3, called Contraband. Um, no, no announced date for it just yet. A uh, Plague Tale Requiem got announced as well, and looks like a, a wannabe um, Ellen pa uh, Elliot Page. Uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected got announced for uh, 20 uh, for uh, September the 23rd, and Microsoft Flight Simulator is coming to the Xbox um, July and will be on Xbox Game Pass July the 22nd, and we'll have expansion for the upcoming Top Gun Maverick movie, which comes out in December. Yes, I do know about that because they also announced it um, when I saw Quiet Place Part Two. Um, yeah, it's pretty much it. Were any any things that got you interested? Any, anything got you taste buds from Microsoft Bethesda? Allo, you go first. Redfall. The concept yeah. is just I'm so interested in it. But like the, this is just Microsoft being Microsoft where they show like a lot of trailers, like a lot of CGI trailers, but never yeah. any follow-up until like years later. So like it's a like, good because, because you know what? This might be an E3 where they have their building blocks for the next one to be a lot better because that's when they could show like all these gameplays. And let's see. And they're like, bro, what the fuck is up with Starfield? <laughs> like that shit was announced three years ago, wasn't it? It was been a while. And they showed Jack shit. It's like, is this, people are excited about this shit? But, and then the, <laughs> bro, and what? Man, I'm just because this, Microsoft's conference was dense. Like that shit was, what was it like two, two hours max, something like that? I think so. But there, there, <clears throat> there were some other games I forgot to mention. Um, they also showed more gameplay for Back for Blood, which will be out on um on the Xbox and Steam October the second, uh, October not second, October the twelfth of this year. Um, also the CFDs is getting a Pirates of the Caribbean crossover, which I'm it's not already out. I'm, it's whatever's uh yeah. yakuza like a dragon is now available on xbox game pass uh the shot battlefield 2042 stuff um Eandon, uh chronicle 100 heroes 100 heroes got delayed for 2023 um they shot new gameplay for the new game 12 minutes which comes out on uh, august the 19th which i'm very excited about uh and age of empires 4 got announced for october the 28th um, there's gonna be a new there's a new DLC coming to Fallout 76. Doom Eternal is coming to the Xbox Game Pass with with a free next gen upgrade. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online uh, is come is actually uh, out right now on console on the consoles and Party Animals, which is kind of like um uh, Battle Beat or or Battle where the hell that game is um Beast something 
Beat Beasts with the, with the colorful ragdolls and shit like that. What was it called again? I don't know. The oh, whatever. Do you know? I, don't matter. And Hades uh, got announced for Game Pass. It's coming out August the 23rd. And there's a few other games. But yeah, continue. Go ahead. My bad. Because, like, that shit was then. So it's, like, tough to remember. Some of that shit is already out. Like, the Pirates of the Caribbean expansion is already out. But, like, it's... Come, man, what was it fucking Forza though? <laughs> it's like we don't, no one cares about Forza. No one cares about Forza. It's set in Mexico. <laughs> no, I don't care about Forza. I care about Forza. <laughs> Three, two, one, switch on. Space counting Forza. Okay, someone needs someone needs to take those Legend Rider progress keys away from this guy. <laughs> Why, Jen? What do you think of Microsoft? So for me, there's nothing much I can say. I will say, um, Back for Blood looks pretty cool. I guess. I mean, it's just these games are just not the ones I'm super interested in. I know. Don't get mad at me, but that's pretty much it. I have nothing much to say. Just say, okay, cool games. That's it. You're killing me, Smalls. Continue, Allo. Because right now, I'm just jumping to even say shit. You know, Microsoft decent. It was better bef- what came before, what came after. So, you know what? B, is that's my grade. Okay. <clears throat> I'll say this. When I'm real, I, Microsoft was not playing games. Oh, by the way, Halo comes out. Halo Infinite comes out in the ho- on this holiday. I'm excited for Halo Infinite. It lo- this could be the best Halo game since Halo Reach. Because everyone knows that Halo Reach is the best Halo game. I'm just going to say that right now. It is. It's the best Halo game that came out. Uh, Halo 4 and Halo 5 and got nothing on Halo Reach. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about um, Psychonauts 2 because I love playing Psych- the original Psychonauts back on the PlayStation 2. I really have fun playing that game. So I'm really excited about Psychonauts 2 coming out as well. Um, 12 Minutes is probably one of the most interesting uh, indie games I have seen. And I cannot wait to see what they're going to do with that. I And it comes out in, Octo- in August. So can't wait for that one. Um, I would also say Back for Blood is definitely a game I'm going to be buying because I know Chica was a big fan of Left for Dead. So obviously me and her are going to be playing that all I night. might play That's with you case. guys too because I love Left for Dead as well. It's going to be on, it's going to be on PC. So get, get it while it's I mean, hot. I, no, I, I mean, I have a PC, so I'm good. I, I know. Like I said, get it while it's hot, girl. Drop it like it's hot on Steam. Anyways, <laughs> um, I'm more, I want to see what Starfield's going to be like. But it is, and it's considering the fact that I think it's, I think it's gonna be a console exclusive on the Xbox. I don't remember. Did they confirm that it is? Yeah, it's a comp. It's gonna be an Xbox exclusive. So I want to see what that's gonna be like. And I already know Sony, Sony ponies are really pissed off about that, which I have to say. We have Insomnia. We have Blue Point, which I did not put on our uh, on our notes, but Sony did buy Blue Point today, uh, and a bunch of other and Naughty Dog. Microsoft had made a game exclusive since the Xbox 360 days. So let them get, catch this W. Just saying. Uh, Redfall looks really interesting too. There are so many games that even though, yes, it was a long conference. Xbox brought the games. We've been saying, yo, where are the games, Xbox? Xbox brought the games. Microsoft was not playing. I would honestly say this conference, whew, 
I'm going to give this conference a low A-. minus. I love Microsoft Conference. Don't get me wrong. It did, was a bit long. But at the same token, there are a lot of games that I do, I am excited about that Microsoft and Bethesda did announce. And honestly, for people who are like, oh man, they're just showing up, they're talking more about Xbox Game Pass. Well, keep in mind, the Xbox Game Pass is probably one of the biggest selling points that Microsoft has right now. Because not only can you play it on your Xbox Series X and Xbox Series X, you can also get your uh, Xbox Game Pass on your computer. Okay? There's a reason why they... Uh, Xbox Game Pass is selling like hotcakes right now. I will so. say this. Xbox has really good like like they have the whole backwards compatibility. Not all of them, but some of them. I just like I their deals are pretty good. I will say this. Yes. They, they have good what's that word? Business decision. I don't know what's the word. Business yes, deals. The, the marketing the marketing decisions. Unlike Sony, but that's just me. I give them that. See, they, they have good thing, but they lack the other thing. Sony, good thing, they lack the other thing. That's my issue. Only reason why only reason why I'm not giving it an A plus is because Todd Todd Howard's bitch ass came on stage, and I, all I need, I, I, and he's still not apologized for the crap of Fallout 76 when it came out a few years ago. So Todd <laughs> Howard, apologize, nigga. He's there still yeah, He's not gonna do it. I know. A kid can only dream. Um, but yeah, now let's get to the, let's get to the big guns. Let's talk about let's talk about everyone's favorite conference. Let's talk about Nintendo. Nintendo brought the smoke. Nintendo brought the smoke. Now, Grant, these are some of the games that we already knew that was coming out. But the same token, there were some surprises. One of them being Kazuya Mishima from freaking. Um, Tekken is now in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I think he's out. Yeah, he's available right now. If you have, if you have the the season passes for Smash Bros. Ultimate, he's out right now. Uh, other than that, Super Um Life is Strange Remastered is coming to the Switch September the tenth. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy also got announced for the Switch. Um, Worms Rumble, which looks really cool, is available right now. Two Point Campus comes out later this year. Just Dance 2022 comes out October uh, 20th. Uh, Dragon Ball Kakarot is coming to the Nintendo Switch September the 24th. Finally. Astria Ascending also got announced and will be coming out later this year. A game that I didn't see coming, Fatal Frame Maiden of Black Water comes out later this year in 2021. So you already know the Fatal Frame trilogy is going to be happening on the on my stream. I'll be playing Fatal Frame 1 through 3. It's going to happen, folks. It's going to happen. Uh, the Doom Eternal DLC also got announced. And it's available if you have the uh, Switch version of Doom Eternal. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater uh, 1 and 2. The remasters of 1 and 2 are available right now on the Nintendo Switch. And Strange Brigade is available right now. Uh, also games that they announced. Uh, Super Monkey Ball Mania. Super Monkey Ball, but now Mania, which is the which is the remasters of all the Super Monkey Ball games, is coming out October fifth for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, and the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Mario Party Superstars also got announced and will be coming out October the 29th. Uh, Mario Golf Super Rush, we saw more gameplay for that and comes out. It's actually available right now. Monster Hunter Stories: Wings of Ruin. 
um got announced and the game will be coming out july the 9th um wario warrior get it together also got announced um i don't think it has a release date just yet no it has a release date on september the 10th uh we got more gameplay footage of shimigami tensai 5 which comes out november the 12th um dangarama uh dangarampa descendants which is all the games uh it's coming out soon uh what else remember raving rabbits they showed off more of that um advanced wars one and two reboot camp which which is some games i played when it was on the original game boy advance comes out december 3rd freaking excited for that um no cap uh we are also getting a skyward sword hd uh which comes out i think later this year um we also got hyrule warriors age of calamity dlc which comes out later this year um and then we have legend of zelda breath of the wild 2 which which has a 2022 release date but the biggest news that came out of this because honestly breath of the wild 2 ain't the biggest news the biggest news though and 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 i'm excited for because i just got my pre-order my nigga metroid 5 dread a game that was not that was supposed to come out on the original game boy advance it was supposed to be not like, even Red it was Boy supposed 2. to come out for the ds i'm original. sorry yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry the ds this game which was scrapped which will be the original which will be the sequel to metroid fusion on the nintendo ds is brought back to life metroid dread comes out in october october the 8th for the nintendo switch and is using some as using some of the gameplay from metroid samus returns that was available on the nintendo 3ds my boys my boys let's talk about why nintendo had the best conference real quick can i start yes nintendo go ahead um everything's perfect i'm very 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 excited for breath of the wild 2 but you already know that but i will be honest about something so age of calamity i already got the dlc and i'm gonna be honest oh it's already out my bad i know here's the thing i played it and i'm gonna be honest i hate it not because of the dlc but because the switch just cannot handle that game it is so choppy and you, you know sound what? depressed when you said no that. no don't get me wrong i don't hate the dlc deals okay the game is not bad it's just the switch cannot handle it like even playing age of calamity on the switch when there's a lot of bokoblins because it's a hack and slash game right whenever yep. they come at you and then you're doing pure combos it starts to get like choppy like choppy really bad and it has just made it worse than the dlc because the dlc is supposed to be even harder that's my only complaint. Like personally, wait, I, hold on. Have you tried turning uh, the online uh, communications off? Um, no, it, it is off. I try it. No matter what you do, like the Age of Calamity oh, DLC. that's weird. Cause, it's cause, really cause usually, you know, the, the best way to solve computer problems is by turning it on and off. No, like I tried doing that. I tried even like you know, with McCall. I tried playing single player. It's even worse if you play double player. I'm just saying. But I played single player. It's just it's still oh god. It's like that's my only problem. Like I I love Age of Calamity. It's just the Switch cannot handle it. The Switch just cannot handle the game. You know, it's like that feeling when you play Apex Legends on the Switch. 
Who plays Age of Who plays Apex Legends on the Switch? It's hard. I, dude, I I using any PTS I, I dropped you play uh, Apex. See, on it feels like that on, on Age of Calamity DLC. It took so, me 30 minutes of Overwatch on the Switch before I'm like F this. I'm sticking to the PC version. Yeah, so that's why I stopped playing Apex Legends on the Switch because um yeah, I was, I was like, like honestly, the only reason I got the Switch version of Overwatch is because uh, that uh, noir skin for Widow that you can't get on the PC anymore. Mm. But that's you can't fun. transfer skins, so that sucks. Oh, that yeah. sucks. Mm. Yeah. But overall, um, I'm very proud of Nintendo, Nintendo. Uh, I'm really, you know, I'm not gonna lie. When I, in the very beginning, I thought that they would have showed Breath of the Wild 2 right in the very start because I saw Ganondorf, but then I was like, mm -hmm. never mind. But I mean, they did show it to me to the end, so thank you, Zaddy, Iji, Awanuma. You know, all right, Kyle, you go, you go would, next. I'm right back. That's I, it for me. I would love a mainstay, uh, uh, Zelda game, like, like a main, like a main entry where you actually do play as both Link and uh, Zelda and Ganondorf and like the three of them have to actually work together. Oh, like, and, a, like you know how they're part of the Triforce of Courage? Exactly, exactly. Like the three members of the Triforce have to make an uneasy alliance to fight an even greater threat. And like you actually do need all three of them to clear dungeons. Now, I don't mean that like in a in like a Triforce Heroes kind of way or Mario and Luigi kind of way. I mean more like lego star wars where like each character has like a unique skill only to that character and you need all of the character skills in order and they have to separate from one another in, in order to be like on separate parts of the dungeon you have to like switch between them in order to do their respective things i would love that as a zelda game mm. or or you know what else you could do a mid quill game uh where um uh where where you actually play as Zelda, like as the main character exclusively, and it takes place during the seven years that Link was asleep in Ocarina of Time, and call it uh, Legend of Zelda: Sheik's Awakening. Oh, that's cute. No, yeah. but overall, Age of Calamity DLC, it's good. There's nothing I hate. It's just the Switch can't handle it. That's that's my only problem. Also, mm -hmm. um, there's still right now we're in the second wave, but the third wave I think is gonna come out in August or November or something like that. So I'm excited for that. Overall, I do like the challenges and everything for Age of Calamity DLC. Um, you know, I do like the outfits. I love that Zelda finally has her motorcycle. Woo! But overall, um, aside from Legend of Zelda, very happy for Metroid, even though I, I've never really... I mean, I've played, played Metroid briefly, but not really that much. Okay, but, definitely play Zero Mission, Super Metroid, Fusion, and either Samus Returns or AM2R if you have... Uh, okay, Samus Returns if you're going to play, if you have a 3DS... Or AM2R if you don't have a 3DS. But yeah, overall, um, Nintendo really stole the show. Yeah. They were like, they were like, take it, and then there you go. Alec, what do you think about the uh, Nintendo announcements? Huh. I wonder would the show have much more of an impact if they swap Breath of the Wild and Metroid Dread because Dread, I was like, I know, I never played a Metroid game, right? But I was blown away me that too it's so it's actually it's real it's happening and it's coming out this year like i was like i can't believe it and then 
bro. I w- wish they would have. I don't know. They mentioned shit about Breath of the Wild 2, but they. That's probably gonna come in at a later time. Just. And. Because, you know what? Being real, I do not. Like, because, like, looking at the presentation as a whole, Kazuya being announced feels so out of place for me. Like, it's. It just felt so out of place, even though it was the appropriate time to announce the new character. It just felt weird, like compared to what we compared, especially compared to like Nintendo, uh, the previous E3 before pandemic. Like we had both Hero and Banjo just announced straight up, and then yes, I don't know. It just didn't. It didn't seem like a baller character compared to like what we did. That that's probably being spoiled as a Nintendo fan that you. And then you also gotta remember, y'all, did y'all mention like no Bayonetta? Like, fucking Platinum came in there. You, you, me, are you muted? Can, can y'all hear? Can y'all hear? I want to talk about that. I do want to talk about that. Okay, because these motherfuckers showed up with Babylon's fall, <laughs> but not Bayonetta. <laughs> uh, but dude, apparently there's like shit going on with, uh, act, I was about to say actually, with Platinum and like just managing multiple projects and shit. But it just seems. But like, to quote Ron Swanson, it's better to whole ass one thing than to half ass two things. Exactly. Yeah. All right. That. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Look. All right. Um. Look, I'm not even gonna front. I I'm still on the Metroid dread high. I'm not even gonna front with you guys. Metroid's announcement was so out of left field. I did not even think it was going to happen because I thought with what I here's what I thought. I thought that they were going to announce like a Metroid Prime trilogy because of the fact that Metroid Prime Four, which they did say that they're still under development and they will announce something for it soon. I originally thought that they were going to give us a Metroid Prime trilogy, like announce it and everything like that. Honestly, I think if if now it's like Capcom, if Nintendo actually did that, they would have pulled off probably the biggest hat trick at e3 if they announced the trilogy for metroid prime a remaster for them and then metroid dread Ooh, baby oh that would be good stuff but it is what it is we got dread dread's coming out i'm excited about that um some of the biggest takeaways i had were um <clears throat> breath of the wild 2 obviously i mean i'm not the biggest fan but obviously a lot of people are excited for breath of the wild the sequel um mario golf rush which looks really cool um i would also say a lot of the games that they announced like uh freaking sir monkey ball even though it's coming out it's it's a third party game so but i'm excited about that still um i think worms rumble looks really good i think um fatal frame made in a black water was a game that i was like what really okay let's do it and then obviously kazuya from tekken that was again gc i want my money dog and Allo, i need you to make sure you archive the fact that we bump we up the um bet because he doesn't believe that we went for 200 dollars. oh i i'll i'll get to work on that shit <laughs> thank you please i need you to find that audio clip it and then send it to the gc be like here you go the okay. lannister send the regards or something like that i don't know <laughs> but no um oh you go yeah yeah go ahead oh, more, oh yeah wario wear get together looks lit shimigami tensai se- uh seven not seven shimigami tensai five looks really good too uh i get oh and advanced wars thank you uh a plus go ahead okay 
let's get let's get most of the uh clutter out of the way okay <clears throat> okay super monkey ball okay cool 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 uh shimigami not not i don't i don't really care for that very much warrior who knows maybe a great party game uh uh the new smash dlc don't care too much for tekken but hey it's not a, it's not a new fire emblem character so you yes. know yeah, like, I, like the fact that it's not a fire emblem. Character. At least he's not holding a sword. That too. <laughs> man, man, like so many characters in Smash at this point are either swordsmen or fighters. That's weird. But yeah, um, but yeah. So like the fact that it's not a, uh, the fact that it's not a fire emblem character is already an improvement. But let's be honest, we want some third party characters such as. Dante, Amaterasu, um, funny you mentioned there. Funny you oh, mentioned Dante. Oh, Akira from uh, from uh, Astral Chain. Like at this point, like because of uh, Mean Mean, like you, uh, like p- characters that were already like primary or or support spirits can now become fighting spirits. So it's like. It's fair game now. Like even theoretically, even Wario could become a DLC character for all we know. No, yeah. not Wario. Uh, Waluigi. Sorry. Uh, so it's like you know, sky's the limit as long as you know they are a video game exclusive character or property. So no, no anime characters. Otherwise, you may as well put like. Otherwise, you may as well put Common Rider in there while you're at it. But but you no, know, I'll, I'll, I'll set. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll Common compromise. I'll, I'll, hold on, but I'll compromise. Make Sagata Sanshiro a uh, a Smash character because because at least that way we get a Common Rider in there in some degree. And more importantly, we reignite the age-old rivalry between Mario and Sagata. I'm done. I'm what's your screen? Stop. Wait, wait, wait. But uh hold on, hold on. That's that's Smash. Now the penultimate uh announcement. Uh Breath of the Wild 2. I just started playing Breath of the Wild 1. It's a little fun. I honestly, honestly, the game feels like it's uh um Ancient Scrolls 3 Morrowind in a lot of ways, in both good and bad ways. So it's basically a, a Zelda skin of you know Morrowind. So take it for what it is, but I'm curious what Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be. Again, I I want them to release a uh, Legend of Zelda trilogy for the Switch, where you can play as you can play Ocarina, Majora, Twilight. Um, now let's talk about other games that have an anniversary. Metroid. At first, first I was like, you know what's funny is that I had a Rock Lee moment. Like during the tuning exam, where like, like right before he was going to like be in, where uh, right before he was about to fight Gara, where he's like, he's like, you know what? At this point, I don't even want to be picked next. And I'm like, you know, so I'm like, at this point, I I know they're not gonna announce Bayonetta three. You know, I'm just I'm just gonna accept. It. I'm just gonna take the L, and then Metroid Five. Metroid Five. 
<laughs> Wait, Metroid Dread has five letters. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The word Dread. Yeah, yeah. D-R-E-A-D. D, yeah. <laughs> Yo, Metroid 5. Like, like, you know how... Okay, okay. I'm gonna be honest. The first video game protagonist I ever felt invested in was Samus when I played Zero Mission. And that game was so great. I'm actually playing it right now. Like, like I pulled out my Game Boy Advance cartridge. <laughs> the old-fashioned. <laughs> but yeah, so like, <laughs> like, like, you know how long we waited since Fusion and Zero Mission to get Metroid 5? I'm so excited. We're getting a continuation. Because the way Metroid 4 ended was so great with so much uncertainty and like we're just done okay and here's the thing metroid like if you ended the series with metroid 4 fine but you're dying to know what would happen next so like it's like 20 years of just fan theory of what could happen next because of all the revelations that came about from metroid fusion oh my god and we're finally gonna see things going to fruition and based on the announcement Okay, and first of all, they they scrapped the game because they didn't have the engine for it. But now they but now they have the software needed to actually release the game, and not just the, in the original format they wanted, but in the new format that they used in um, in uh, Samus Returns, but with some improvements compared to the Samus Returns from over the 3DS, to the point where they were that they even said that they're gonna keep to the original. Uh, uh ideas that they had but they were able to add new ideas to it to improve upon the original ideas so it's kind of like so it's kind of like the original metroid 5 plus ultra and i and i'm excited and i love the new mechanics they added to this game like from from the trailers that were like okay you basically you have to fight metsubojinrai.net and and but now you oh have my god but now you have a cloaking system and, and a set and a sonar system where like where like you can't make noise otherwise the enemy's gonna be detected to you and they move so fast like this this straight up went uh, this this went from like classic metroidvania horror to freaking metroidvania horror plus metal gear i and i am oh so my. excited to see where and they even said even though this is the last game in the main story this is not the end for Metroid, which means that there could be like a new saga after this game. Like in the works. And the fact that they didn't announce Metroid 4 yet, that means we all sorry, Metroid Prime 4. That means we're gonna get Metroid 5 and Prime 4. Not necessarily at the same time, like they did with uh, Fusion and Prime 1. And let me tell you, when they released the trailers for Prime 1 and uh, Metroid 4 at almost the same time, it felt like they were the exact same game because they both had live-action footage of Samus and SAX. And, like, basically... Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Do you remember Do you remember those Halo 5 ads where there's, like, two versions where, like, you got Master Chief and that one black dude? And, like, yes. in each version, like... There's like, it's like one's the good guy, the other's the bad guy, and then they switch it in the other commercial. That's basically what the two ads look like side by side. And like that, that's what really got me into Metroid. 
real quick, real quick. Because <laughs> as much as I want to hear you geek out about Metroid some more, we still got a couple of things we got to finish up. So. Okay, okay. Point is, the, like, while, while it does suck that we didn't get any news on Prime 4 or Bayonetta 3, the fact that we got Classic Metroid 5, that, like, that compensates for that. This one game carries the entire E3 for me to a C minus instead of just an abysmal like D or F. And yeah. and yeah, like and yeah, I hope that they actually do release, you know, the four games as a pack. Like I know they have Super Metroid for the SNES virtual console, but I do want them to do a four pack of like all, right. all four games together. Alright then. So got A on this side, got A for me. Allo, A or A A or Nay? Mm, B plus. Suck it. Jen, A or <laughs> Nay? Baby. Alright, cool. Alright. So overall, E3 sucked except the Nintendo conference and Microsoft's conference too. Um I know that they're trying to do they're gonna start they're trying to do a hybrid of like virtual and virtual console and like in-person conferences for next year's e3 which i totally wrote for luminary.com uh so hopefully we get more out of it again hopefully sony comes and stuff but i said this before and i said it again had nintendo or micro had nintendo not been at the conference this year oh e3 would have been worse this would have been the worst e3 if nintendo had not pulled up so that's just me um We'll go. We'll go with this. Is one more piece of Nintendo news, and we'll go with, uh, and then we're gonna head into the last pieces of news. Um, so apparently, um, the director of Bayonetta three has responded to um, backlash about Bayonetta three not being announced. Um, he said this: "I get why people say hurry up and release it or show us something, but um, Kamiya, uh, this is coming from um, comicbookreader.com." Uh, reckless remarks like has development stopped or i guess it's been delayed etc are nothing but in- annoying public waste Kamado, do you do you agree yay or nay uh to some extent yes but but i'm not saying you here's the thing when i say like give us something in our past podcast i'm not saying you and, and i was very clear those instances when i said it and i'm gonna say it again right now when I say give us something, I don't mean you have to give, show us gameplay footage. I'm not saying you have to show us trailer footage. I just want an update. Just just, just an update. Like, like how far are we on the process? Like, like, whether it's a percentage, what are you doing right now? Like, are you still in the animation side? Are you doing the mocap stuff? Are you doing the uh, the voice acting stuff? Like, I'm just curious, like, like where you are in the process. You don't just to show that, like, like because, like, we are putting our faith in you. Uh, by you know by having you not announce the game because like like in the previous announcement that they've made it's like uh we're, we're we didn't make an announcement during our, our during this year's e3 but that just means that we're just doing the work uh and we want to show something when when it comes up and i and and i was like respectful to that i even said it back then i respect that and i'm putting my faith in you but every every now and then it'd be nice to get like a little bit of an update doesn't have to be doesn't have to be visual it, it could be written like yep like a quick tweet quick tweet 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 uh i don't have twitter but like i i can i can respect just a quick tweet like updating us on that but i agree with camilla that if you if too many people repeatedly harass 
a team uh, a team little angels are like when's the next bayonetta what's the next bayonetta when's the next bayonetta like you end up sounding like kitatsumi giants from uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! bridge <laughs> all right then I, honestly i don't have much to say i just honestly want to hear your take on it so we can just move on it, yeah, I know I'm, I'm dying for an update but i'm not gonna harass camille over it <laughs> All right then. Um, this is actually this is video game and movie news. Um, the anime of Mortal Kombat Legends sequel is arriving this summer. Uh, this comes from Hollywood Reporter. Uh, Mortal Kombat Legends Battle of the Realms once again voice stars Joe McHale as Johnny Cage and Jennifer Carpenter as Sonya Blade. Um, they're signing up for the Mortal Kombat. Uh, for Mortal Kombat, the actors are returning the voice in Mortal Kombat Legends Battle for the Realms after voicing Johnny Cage and Sonya in Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge. The film, um, the new film reunites much of Scorpion's Revenge's team, including actors Jordan Rodriguez as Luke Kane, Patrick Seitz as Scorpion, um, Arip Butler as Shang Sun and Cyrax, Robin Atkins as Shinnok and Reiko, Dave B. Mitchell as Raiden, Kentaro, and Sector. Uh, Ike um, Amadi as Jax Briggs and um, One Bean, um, Gray Griffin as Katana, Satoshi uh, and Melina, and Fred um, Tatascor as Shao Kahn. Um, they're actually going to be getting uh, Matthew Mercer uh, as Striker and Smoke, and they're going to get um, Bayardo de um, M- M- I'm butchering Sue's name, uh, okay. Bayardo McGuire as Sub Zero. Okay, I'm surprised you didn't get Matthew Mercer to play Aaron Black. Let's be honest. <laughs> like uh-huh. you know, you know why I want Matthew Mercer to be Aaron Black. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, first, of all, I want to know Jen had to leave because Jen has work tomorrow, so we're gonna wrap this up real quick. Um, but yeah, and then also they have um, Matt Yang King as Kung Lao, Paul Nakauchi as uh, the Grandmaster Lin Kuei. Amelia O'Brien as Jade and Deborah Wilson as Devorah. So we're so this is gonna be set in the Mortal Kombat X universe from what it sounds like. Kinda sort of. Um I'm excited about it because I love Scorpion's Revenge. We reviewed it recently. It was great. I loved it. Uh I can't wait to see what's gonna happen. Um and yeah, that's pretty much it. Kabado. I feel I feel like it's slowly gonna turn into Defenders of the Realm. <laughs> And I'm gonna cut you off right there. I'm cutting you off. No, no, right no, 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 no. But, but, like, but, like, but, like, less cheesy though. Like, like, but, but, real talk. Like, the, the highlight for me, the highlight of the entire Scorpion's Revenge movie was Joel McHale as Johnny Cage. Not just his voice acting as the character, but just the way the character was written was just so good. Like, this was one of my top two favorite versions of Johnny Cage, and I hope they keep it up. But you know, like I, 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 I'm curious, like, how, like what kind of direction they're gonna take this beyond just retreading Mortal Kombat three. All right then. Um, all right, yeah, there you go. So we have one more piece of news and fucking EA. How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? So EA got hacked. <laughs> People, I'm not playing. CNN actually, this is so serious that CNN had to talk about it. Hackers breach electronic arts stealing game source code and tools. Hackers have, uh, this comes from CNN, hackers have broken into the system of electronic arts, one of the world's biggest video game publishers, and stolen source code used in company games, and spokesperson confirmed to CNN Business on Thursday. Online forums post review that CNN business and vet and vetted by an independent cybersecurity expert show that on June 6th, hackers claimed to have 
obtained 780 gigs of data from EA, including the Frostbite source code, which is the same game engine that powers the FIFA, Madden, and Battlefield series of games, among others. The hackers claim to offer full compatibility of exploiting on all EA services. They also claim to have stolen software development tools for EA 20 uh, for FIFA 2021 and server code for play, play, player matchmaking in FIFA 2022. Brett Gallo, the cybersecurity expert and a threat analysis to um, MSoft, uh, said losing control over source code could be problematic for EA's business. Source code could theoretically be copied by other developers or used to create hacks for games. You know, it's not it's not every day where an angel gets its wings because they probably didn't drink enough Red Bull. Mm -hmm. They didn't pray enough or anything like that. Do angels even pray? Yes, they do. Yes, they really? do. Yes, it, they do. It, it seems a little redundant considering that the fact they're already angels. You wouldn't know. But that's not the point. The point of the matter is, people... Now, I want to say this right now. Obviously, we don't want people to lose their jobs at EA, anything like that, okay? But the company as a whole, not the people, the company. There's an old saying that you reap what you sow. EA, after all the bullshit that you have put gamers and consumers through since 2013, you are getting what you effing deserve. Now, obviously, it sucks that someone had to hack into your company and steal a bunch of stuff, which is not cool. Obviously, stealing is not cool. But I'm a firm believer in reaping and sowing. You you reaped on so many people's uh, wallets and bank accounts and even freaking tried to... Uh, sorry about that. Y'all even tried to sell off... Yeah microtransactions as kinder eggs or surprise mechanics and on top of that you try to get children to buy loot boxes and microtransactions for fifa y'all are getting what you effing deserve screw you and the horse you rode in on i'm done allo thoughts good thing I got EA Play on Xbox Series Game Pass. <laughs> you know what that means? I wouldn't pay. I pay jack shit. Only one. Oh. But as for these source codes, like, I would. Hmm. Good? Bad? I don't know. Maybe fans can make better Mass Effect? I don't know. <laughs> wow. Kabuto. First. Play the clip again. Gotcha. How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? <laughs> I love the young people. No, I don't. Uh, um. So that aside, I'm curious about the source code aspect. One, can't they make a copy of the source code? First of all. Second, like, why don't they have a fail, like, as a failsafe, keep, like, an extra copy of the source code, like, on a hard drive, like, like, freaking this. I mean, obviously, this isn't big, in, this specific one isn't big enough, but, like, but, like, I'm pretty sure 
a 16 terabyte hard drive can hold the entire source code, no problem. And like, have it as a separate physical hard copy, and then put it inside Fort Knox, and then you don't have to worry about anyone stealing the source code. Now that someone else stole the source code, what are they gonna do with that code? Like, are they gonna like Robin Hood everyone a bunch of games? Are they gonna make their own versions of EA games, like like the epilogue to SAO? Like, what like what are we looking at? Um, I, I'm curious. Like, you know, it's like if you manage to get your hands on the Mask of Loki from uh, from the movie The Mask, what would you do with it? I. Th- like, as far as EA goes, that's pretty much what that source code thief is in the position of doing. But then again, it's EA. Like, there's not that many games that are interesting. Unless unless you're going to make a PC version of Harry Potter's 4 through 7 that are similar to the original PC games of Harry Potter 1 through 3. Like, I'm down for that. <laughs> um, actually, actually, you know what? EA... You should re-release those games for the PC. No, because no, they own Microsoft the hell out of it. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, like the original versions. Oh, uh, what do you call? It? Um, but yeah, I honestly, I think that's about it on my show notes. Like, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, guys, thank you so much. This is episode one forty-two of the Show Game Podcast, and we're gonna be back here on Streamyard on the next podcast. So that's gonna be awesome. Commodore, where can the people find you? I know. First things first. What's your closest thing for episode one forty-two? Go. My closing statement is do 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 I'm excited for Metroid 5 But but seriously though stop stop up Kamiya give us an update everyone else stop harassing Kamiya Oh my god Allo what's your closing statement for episode 142 go Hmm What's my closing statement? Uh these nuts! <laughs> don't you mean, uh, don't you mean, uh, DC multi-parts too? Got it! <laughs> I have Soundboy now. You mean from Super Monkey Ball 2, you said? Yeah, DC no. Super Monkey Balls 2. <laughs> there we go. For the Nintendo cake. <laughs> My closing statement is... Yeah, E3 sucked. Hopefully next year's gonna be better. And uh, Metroid Dread, though. Well, that wait, 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 the guy behind the tree. Yes. Yes, a thousand times, yes. But uh, other than that, guys, that is it. We're done with the podcast. So, if you want, you can then never forever email us at scrumgamebookings at gmail.com. That's scrumgamebookings at gmail.com for requests, comments, stories, advice, music, bars, all the good stuff. Find us on Twitter, subscribe, fans, scrumgaming is all your home, gone, never forgotten. Find us on our YouTube page, Scrubble Gaming. You can find us on our Instagram at the Scrub Club Podcast. That's Instagram at the Scrub Club Podcast. And you can take the show on the road. SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, um, yeah, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Breaker.audio, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, we are there. If you want to find any of us, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram at the Reckless underscore Fox. YouTube Reckless underscore Fox. And you can find all these game content on Twitch.tv slash Reckless Fox. Kavita, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Chrono underscore just underscore cosplay. And you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Bokenkabuto. Al, where can they find you? 
I already mentioned this bitch a bunch of times. So you're just finding me on twitch.tv slash allocateindicate, Twitter at allocateindicate where E's at the end, and underscore allocateindicate underscore on Instagram. There you go. My back. <laughs> boom and boom. Anyways, guys. Well, that is it, guys. It's been a, this is a long episode, but we made it through. Thank you for watching our E3 edition of the Scroll Game Podcast. And we'll be back probably next Sunday. I'm not sure, give or take. But we'll be back. But until then, guys, peace out. Bless up. And care things going on the less. And we bid you all to do goodbye and good night. Deuces. Bye, guys. <laughs>